instead of saying, I need to get to 64 ounces or I need to get to 92 ounces, what I would like you to think about instead is what behavior could I adopt in my daily routine that would get me to drink more? What's a cue that I could put into my day that would give me the ability to make the decision to drink easier? Hey, welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Fullerton. I'm a certified personal trainer, a registered nurse, and I am passionate about teaching people how to fit fitness into their busy lives. Bad crash diets, gimmicky fitness trends, and over-restriction are not welcome here. Instead, I am focused on helping you build fitness habits that are sustainable, realistic, and enjoyable. I want to help you take the next step towards your fitness goals. So let's get into it. Hey there, welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about water. So this is a concept and a topic that I was very interested in and still am when I first became certified and started learning more about fitness because water and getting more water has always been kind of a struggle for me. So I don't naturally feel as thirsty as some of the other people that are in my orbit all the time. So I think, oh gosh, I'm not getting enough water. So the whole concept of how much water do we need? How do we, you know, get our bodies to drink more water? Should we only be drinking when we're thirsty or should we be, you know, drinking kind of consistently throughout the day? These are all kind of questions that I've wrestled with. So I'd like to spend this episode talking a little bit about water. So if you've listened to this podcast before or are familiar with me and my teaching style, I think you'll know the answer to this question already when people will ask me, well, how much water do I need to drink? And I think they're looking for in terms of like ounces or liters or that kind of thing, more of like a concrete numeric answer. When clients will ask me this, my answer is it depends, right? Because everybody is different. Everybody is unique. So the requirement for hydration or to feel hydrated is going to vary from person to person. But there are a few general guidelines, and we're going to keep this episode very general to kind of help us figure out what's going to work best for us. So we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about what those general guidelines are for hydration. We're going to talk a little bit about two things that I think are uh, key factors in people's minds about what affects hydration, and I'm talking about caffeine and alcohol, how does the how do those two things affect hydration levels? And then if you are looking to fit more water into your day, or increasing your water intake, what are some behaviors and practices that you can adopt to start doing that? So those those are kind of the topics of the day today. So let's go ahead and get started. So most of the data that I'm going to share with you today in regards to water comes from my nutrition certification, Precision Nutrition. They actually have a really good article on their website entitled, How Much Water Should I Drink? And I will link to that in the show notes of this episode, gives you a nice deeper dive into some of the concepts that we're going to be talking about today. So if you're looking for a source for my material, uh, I will link to it below in the show notes. So we'll go ahead and get started. Now, I think a lot of us understand that Water is one of the basic human needs that we have, right? Our body is made up of about 60% water. We need water to lubricate our joints. Our cells are, you know, made up of primarily water. Lots of our 
human body systems operate based in a water environment. So water is very important for our bodies to function normally and optimally. So the human body does require a certain amount of water each day. We're going to take in water from fluids and food, and we're going to lose water through excrement and sweat, that kind of stuff. So the reason why we don't have a hard and fast number that all human beings, like, for example, if all human beings have 64 ounces of water a day, then they'll all have their optimal hydration levels. Well, that's just not how the human body operates, right? We all are different sizes, shapes, and we live in different climates, right? Some people live in very temperate, moderate temperature climates, and then other people live in very hot and humid environments. That is going to affect our output of water, right, through sweat. Also, our activity level plays into this as well. If we're exercising strenuously, if we're doing lots of endurance-based activity for a long duration of time, we're going to be losing fluid at a faster rate than someone else would be if they're more sedentary. So all of these factors go into how hydrated a person needs to be in any given time. So that will change from day to day, from, uh, you know, over time that will change. There's also different stages of life. Pregnancy will affect your hydration levels. If you are elderly, if you are sick or injured, all of these things affect hydration status. And the nice thing about our bodies is that we have a already built in system to determine whether or not we need fluids. And that's our thirst cue, right? When we feel thirsty, our body is telling us that we that we need to drink, that we need to add more fluids into our bodies. So a lot of people think, well, if you're just thirsty, then you drink. And that is true, right? The only thing that sometimes happens is, like I said, if you're in a hot, humid, or um, environment where you're being active for a long period of time, sometimes you're losing water faster than that thirst mechanism can pick up on it. So you need to make some adjustments for that kind of stuff. But speaking generally, and I will say this for the general population, most of the time honoring our thirst cues and drinking when we're thirsty is a really good indicator of our hydration levels. Another way to know if you have if you're adequately hydrated, is by the color of your urine. So your output is kind of a good way to generally see how hydrated you are. And you do that by the color, right? So we're looking for kind of a clear light yellow in a, in the most general terms. Again, we're speaking generally, generally here. The darker the color, the more concentrated the urine is. So that means that you're a little bit less hydrated. Again, we're, we're painting broad strokes here. You have to figure out what's going to work best for your body, but these are really good general indicators, your thirst cues and uh, the color of your output. All right. So we've talked a little bit about the importance of water, why our bodies need water. And we've talked a little bit about the systems that our body has in place to help us maintain our fluid status. So for those of you that like the numbers, I will tell you that in my experience and in my reading and studying that generally, again, we're speaking generally, most adults need about three liters of water per day to maintain their kind of baseline hydration. So again, this is going to be affected by things like activity level, environment, climate, uh, pregnancy, illness, etc. So all of these factors, all of these different variables will make 
we'll make adjustments on this general guideline, but this is a good starting place. And again, three liters of water per day, but most people generally will get at least one liter of that of that three liters from the food that they eat. Things like vegetables, things like smoothies, soups, oatmeals, things that are prepared and cooked in water have a lot of water in them already. So we get a lot of water from the food that we eat. Again, using this three liter general guideline, you're going to get about a third of your requirement from the food that you eat if you're eating things like whole foods, vegetables, fruits, and that kind of thing. So if you are a person that really likes the numbers, and I see you because I am one of those people as well, starting out with that kind of three liter mark or two liter mark for drinking, because like I said, you're going to get about one liter from the food that you eat is a really good starting place. And then make adjustments based on how you feel. So a lot of people will say, I just feel like I'm constantly drinking all day long. And I feel like it doesn't I don't feel good drinking that much. Well, then your body might require a little bit less. You might have a smaller body. You might have a smaller frame. You might be not as active and not losing as much water through your daily routine. So adjustments are necessary. So the whole point of what I'm trying to say here is that we have these general guidelines that need to be customized for you. And the best way to do that, in my experience, is by trial and error, starting out with some process and then making adjustments as needed based on these different factors. Doing so is a good way to make sure that your body stays hydrated. And I don't know about you, but I do feel differently when I make more of an effort to make sure that I am drinking throughout the day. I do feel a little bit better more energy. I do feel like I kind of just feel better a little bit throughout the day if I'm really focusing on making sure that I'm getting enough water. So now I want to talk a little bit about the two different drinks that I'd mentioned earlier, coffee or caffeine and alcohol, and how those two things affect our hydration levels. Now, a lot of people think that coffee is uh, dehydrating because, and I think us coffee drinkers can attest to this, you know, very soon after the caffeine hits our system, we feel like, oh my gosh, we have to pee right away after that. And so it would make sense to think that coffee or the caffeine in the coffee is actually going to cause a dehydrated effect um, within our bodies. Well, studies have shown that that's not necessarily the case. So in the article that I'm going to link down below, it, re- it uh, references a research study that two groups of individuals were asked to either one group was asked to drink four cups of coffee and the other group was asked to drink four cups of water. And then their hydration levels and their output were measured over a 24 hour period. What they found was that while the coffee drinkers did produce more urine over that period, it did not affect their hydration status. So The conclusion of that study was that in moderate amounts, the water in coffee is, is used as water in the body. So you don't need to worry if you're, if you just drink moderate levels of coffee intake, you don't need to worry about the water in that coffee not being utilized as water in your body. It's still going to hydrate you just like water would. Now, alcohol is different. Alcohol has a direct effect on a hormone in our body called ADH, which also stands for antidiuretic hormone, that actually stimulates our body to 
uh, get rid of fluid. So in a lot of ways, when we drink alcohol, we kind of tip the scales the the other way. We actually end up losing more water than we can replace. Something to keep in mind that while coffee does not dehydrate you, alcohol will because it does have that direct effect on that antidiuretic hormone. So something to keep in mind while you're having your cocktail is that you do need to be more focused on replacing your fluids during and after that period. So again, we're just speaking very generally here. There are a lot of fine uh, details associated with both of these things. And again, if you have any questions about any of this, please reach out and send me a message and I'd be happy to talk with you about this. I wanted to keep it more general for the podcast today, but those two are always two liquids that are brought up a lot in my conversations with clients and other uh, people, because people will think about coffee being dehydrating. And I think we all know about the dehydrating effects of alcohol as well, but don't really understand why. So because of that direct hormone component, we do end up losing fluid at a much faster rate than we can replace um, in those instances. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about water and why it's important for our body. We've talked a little bit about our natural thirst cues and evaluating our urine color to kind of give us a general guideline of our hydration status. We've talked a little bit about caffeine and alcohol. And so now what a lot of people want to know is if you do want to fit more water into your daily routine, how do you go about doing that? Lots of people will ask me, how do I drink more water? I want to drink more water. I want to, you know, I don't drink enough water, however you want to say it. People want to know how do we do this? And especially because there's lots of recommendations of these types of ounces, like we need to be drinking 64 ounces a day, we need to be drinking half of our body weight in ounces per day, lots of different recommendations here. And so back, I want to remind you again, what I was speaking about earlier, is that these are general guidelines that need to be customized for you and your body and your activity level and the environment you live in, etc. So I don't want you to be married to one particular number if that's not going to work out the best for your body. You need to be a little bit open to making adjustments as needed. So I'm going to speak to you all as if you were my client and you were to come to me and say, I want to drink more water. How do I do that? This is what I would tell you. Do not focus on the number. Do not focus on the ounces. Do not focus on the volume. Instead, I would recommend that you focus on establishing a behavior that will increase your water intake. And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. Instead of saying, I need to get to 64 ounces or I need to get to 92 ounces, what I would like you to think about instead is what behavior could I adopt in my daily routine that would get me to drink more? What's a cue that I could put into my day that would give me the ability to make the decision to drink easier. And some of my favorite suggestions for this is something that I can't remember where I first heard this uh, concept. I cannot take credit for it, but um, I will say thank you to whoever was the first person that shared this with me. It's called habit chaining. So chains like links in a chain. So if you want to adapt a new habit, 
chain it to a habit that you already are doing. So one thing that I have done to help increase my own water intake in my own life is chain it to my daily coffee habits. So I like to drink coffee. I like to start my day with a cup of coffee. That's the first thing I do when I go downstairs in the morning is uh, turn on my Keurig. So I'll have a glass of water there, like an empty glass, ready. So when I'm turning on the Keurig as it's booting up, I'll go to the fridge and fill up the glass of water and drink it. Now, this is a habit that I actually need to get back into because I've fallen out of it recently. And as I'm talking to you now, I'm thinking, gosh, I don't think I did that this morning or yesterday. So I got to get back into this habit. But it's much easier to adopt these new behavior patterns if you attach it to something you're already doing. Another example of this would be brushing your teeth. People brush their teeth every day. You can have a glass of water at the sink. Every time you brush your teeth, either before or after, you drink a a glass of water. Making the decision as easy as possible is going to set you up for long-term success. So another example of this would be to make sure you have a glass of water at all of your meals. If you find yourself not drinking enough, making sure that you don't leave the table until your glass of water is empty. That's another one that I like to do because I don't like to drink while I'm eating. I don't know about you guys, but I'm one of those people that just can't seem to do both at once. So I will finish the meal and have barely touched my uh, my drink, whatever it is. So I try to make sure that at least you know an eight-ounce glass is gone by the end of the meal. I can also do something like one thing that I do a lot is to make sure that I have water readily available with me all the time. So I have a stainless steel water bottle that is like my third arm. It comes with me everywhere. I, you know, if I leave the house without it, I feel like I've left my third arm behind. So because I want to make sure that the water is always available to me. So again, making the decision easy Don't focus on the number. Don't focus on the ounces or the volume if you find that intimidating. Some people can feel motivated by that and um, can use that to their advantage. But if that is not you, that's okay. And if that is not you, I would suggest alternatively focusing on those behaviors. What could I chain to a habit I've already started that could help me drink water or drink fluid more than I'm already doing, right? My goal is to drink more water. So what behavior can I adopt that would allow me to drink more water? And I will finish this by saying that I have had clients and people in the past that just do not like water. So They'll say to me, I don't like the taste of water, I don't enjoy water, but I want to try to drink more water. And to those people, I say very similar thing. What do you feel would work well for you to get you to drink more water? If you want to start with a flavored water, go for it. This is a way that we can adopt this over time, this strategy over time. If you need to put a... if you need to drink flavored water to make it more palatable, that's a great, that's, that's fine. You know, we're making steps in the right direction. So you can add, you know, fruit to your water. You can add, you know, flavorings to your water. I love to have like lemon juice or mint or cucumber or any of that kind of stuff. There's also like those little 
squirt bottles that you can buy to just have a little bit of flavoring to add to your water. Steps that you can take to make this journey more enjoyable that will take you in the direction that you want to go, right? There's lots of different strategies and techniques that you can adopt. The hardest part is figuring out what's going to work well for you and then executing on that and being open to making changes along the way, right? So all this to say that there are general guidelines for water. There's lots of different advice out there. And we can take the general guidance and figure out a way that's going to work well for us, starting where we are and taking it one step at a time, right? So I'm hoping as we're going into summertime, especially the weather, at least in my region, is warming up. So staying hydrated is going to be important, right? So make sure you have your water bottles with you. Try to stay hydrated. Just do one step further than what you're doing. If staying hydrated or getting more water into your routine is something you're interested in doing, it is definitely within your ability to do so. And I hope that this episode has given you some strategies that you might want to try over the next weeks and beyond to get some more water into your day. I hope you enjoy and I'll catch you in the next episode. Hey there, thank you so much for listening to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you subscribe. Ready to take the next step? Consider writing a review or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would love to hear from you. If you have any fitness or nutrition related questions, please send them to podcast at nextstepfitness.com. Remember, the next has no E. It's nxtstepfitness.com. You can find me on Instagram at Sarah C. Fullerton and on Facebook at Coach Sarah with Next Step Fitness. Remember to check out my website, nextstepfitness.com. There you can find the show notes for this episode, information on my one-on-one coaching programs, and additional bonus content. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, remember, just focus on taking the next step, because that's what will lead to lasting success. Talk to you soon.